Oh yeah, I forgot. Hey everyone, welcome to the tasting table. We got a very special Passover episode for us today, and uh, we got we got we're gonna try some stuff. We're tasting it. This is the table to do it. My name's Chandler Phillips. I'm James Beery, and let's get right down to it. We wanted to celebrate. This Passover with a very special Buffalo Trace Rye Recipe Kosher Edition. Uh, it is certified kosher by the Chicago Rabbinical Council, so you know it's legit. And uh, all the other rabbinical councils, all the they're uh, they're they're not legit. They're, they're not like the Chicago Rabbinical. The sh- no one knows it like Chicago. Um, Buffalo Trace, as we know, is a pretty popping distillery these days. Um, Hailing from the far off lands. Pretty sure they're Kentucky. Yeah. yeah. They are, uh, they're in Kentucky where most uh, bourbons come from. They they usually put out like a five-year bourbon. It's um, Buffalo Trace. Or they also have their 10-year Eagle Rare, which... Um, which, which, we, which we need to do again on video. That one's a personal favorite of mine. Yeah. The only problem is, as of late, during the uh, bourbon boom... Or in the aftermath of the the fallout, actually, the fallout of the bourbon boom, <laughs> uh, things have gotten a lot more pricey for. Yeah. Oh, Eagle Rare is up to like twenty bucks. It used to be one of the most uh, affordable ten year whiskey on the market. Now it's kind of average. It's almost like it's like seventy nine bucks now for like the for like the seven fifty. And like there once was a time. There once was a time back in the okay, I'm but I'm not. It was like. 36 bucks. Yeah. That was a great deal for a $10 whiskey. It was 10 year. Or $10. Yeah, 10 year whiskey. $10 whiskey. That would be great. Maybe we've had too much of this bottle. Oh my God. If we had a 10 year, $10 whiskey, a 10, 10, 10, that would be sick. Made of 10 different grains. Made of 10 different grains. So James, you're probably wondering, asking to yourself, what makes it kosher? Exactly. Because I was wondering about this. Like, are they, like... Do, is it the facilities that are koshered? Like they come with like torches and kosher the 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 surfaces. Mm-hmm. Is that one part of it? Like does like a a rabbi have to come and like bless it? That is exactly. Oh right. wait. Also, the grains that are in it. <laughs> now we're thinking. Oh, whoa, 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 now hold we're on, using our big brains. Wait a minute. So what is missing from here? What what in? This bourbon, this rye recipe, kosher bourbon. Nothing is missing. It is just Buffalo Trace's rye recipe, but every step of the process has been approved and sanctified by a rabbi to um, to acknowledge that there is no cross-contamination with the equipment that was used, with the um, grains that were used, like they they've all been kept like clean. That's basically it. Is it's it's all been kept clean. It's all been kept um, a okay. And then I think this looks better. I don't know. I'm gonna give this a try. <laughs> if I'm I could sorry. lower mine, I'd I'd probably join you down there. I'm sorry. Uh, I I I'm taking what you're saying very seriously. Um, I did not mean to do that. It was an accident. I promise. <laughs> I kind of liked it. Like I. I I felt like, a little lording a, a little bit. Yes, like, sir. It's Anyway, back to what makes this kosher. Uh, Buffalo Trace worked very diligently in uh, 
in conjunction with the Chicago Rabbinical Council to just make sure that every step of the process was as um, clean and as little cross-contamination as possible. But as we know, with making whiskeys, you kind of throw all your grains into the mash, and and then it does the thing. And then, boom, you got your your wart. Wart? No, wash. Wart wash. Is, the wart is beer. Yes. And the wash, that's that's with whiskey. That's the what it is after it mashes. Um, but for the for the whiskey to be kosher, the distiller must ensure this is from from the website. The distiller must ensure all the individual ingredients, such as yeast and enzymes, are kosher. Um, but that's only the beginning. And aside from the ingredients, you also have to make sure that the equipment and the timing of ownership is also kosher. Oh, so this is where things get a little. Little fun, little tricky. I didn't know that I found out in this research that Buffalo Trace is Jewish owned. I did not know that. Which I mean, it makes sense why they would go through such trouble to make it kosher. But um, so during Passover, Pesach, uh, you can't like. There's a the p- part of the like rules. The tradition is you can't consume leavened bread or a variety of grains that are considered, um, what's, it, what's it called? It's considered uh, chametz, and that's food that's made from, um, it's, it's leaven or it's yeast risen, and it's pr- pretty much food, uh, breads and stuff, but it's anything that contains wheat, oats, barley, spelt, and rye. And so... You know, you're not supposed to consume it. But some people take it even further. Yes. Like the real, the OG tradition is you can't have it in your house. So like part of the pre-Passover tradition is to go through the entire house and get rid of your chametz. You either sell it, you throw it away, you do whatever you got to do. Just get it out of your house. you eat it all. You eat it all pre-Passover. So um, it's actually... So what Buffalo Trace does, because you can't own chametz over Passover, or else it's not kosher. So Buffalo Trace has uh, an affiliate or a subsidiary or something that uh, they actually sell their barrels of this whiskey to for the duration of Passover, and then buy it back the week later just so they can kind of get the work around. And they do this over the course of seven years or so. So that it stays kosher. So that it stays kosher. Now get this. Me as a Jewish person. (laughs) The accent. Having bought this during Passover, immediately null and voids all of the kosherness about it. Yes. Because I I, I have... I have obtained. Oh, it's the, co- it's kosher, except for during Passover. Exactly. So usually they release it right after Passover. Well, me being the silly goose, I didn't do the research first. I did it after I got the bottle, and just by virtue of me owning this bottle, so you is, blasphemed. I and- blasphemed, and I unkoshered this. Wow, all in one felt swoop. Because I, but you'll be okay though, right? I mean. I'll be fine. <laughs> <I'm sick. laughs> I don't know about these other Jews out here, but I'll oh be fine. Oh my god. Um so yeah, but Can you imagine going around your house getting ready your hemets? I have imagined it. I've never done it. 
Yeah, never. I honestly, but just between you, me, and the rye whiskeys, um, <laughs> I I still have a tendency to eat the leavened breads, even because I also eat so I selfish, shellfish, shellfish. But you're not Jewish. I'm trying to think. Shellfish. No, no, that's what you do. That's what you do. I don't eat. Well, you, whisp- you whisper to the whiskey. I you know, I had shrimp last night. <laughs> I'm going to have you so, with a bacon So sandwich. this is just a rye recipe bourbon so yeah, that this- they sell to another company during Passover. And I guess. But they have worked in affiliation with the Chicago Rabbinical Council to make sure that it's all above board in God's eyes. And then I came, and I fucked that wow, up. Wow, you actually ruined these people's hard work. Yeah. Like I, I just done goofed. I thought it would be the super fun, cute thing to be like, oh, it's kosher. Not for Passover. Fuck. And However, like... we do have a kosher spirit right oh. here that is, in fact, kosher for Passover. But we featured this before. The Slivovitz Plum Brandy. Wow. Now, the reason that this is kosher and the other one isn't, it has no rye whiskey, or it has no rye, it has no chametz in it. It's just plums. Just plums. Easy peas. So, I guess if we wanted to stay kosher, we would do do shots of the Slivovitz. But for the sake of, oh, for the sake of novelty. For the sake of my liver. Um, Thank for you. For the sake of novelty, we're going to go ahead and try the rye recipe. I'm almost on my second shot glass. Buffalo Trace uh, kosher edition. Kosher, it's kosher unkoshered. So yes, I'm sticking my nose in a fucking shot glass. Okay, I didn't want lesson. Okay, I didn't. There's a bulb glass here. Leave me alone. That's not for you. That's it's for the prophet Elijah. So what do you think? So I was close, but like you were, you were just listening <laughs> off. Like, I would have got there eventually. I don't know. I would have been you? like Isaiah. Like just start naming them off. Start naming na- it's for Abraham. <laughs> Is yeah. fuck? Is it? Ah, I don't want to blaspheme because I don't want to disrespect anybody. I just, I just want to pour a little out for my homie Abraham. That's <laughs> just saying. So you've you've already uh, taken a little sip of Rooney of that. What what are you getting from it? What's the vibe? I get the vibe of I don't understand how this is ninety four proof because the mouthfeel, uh, simple kind of creamy. A little sweet on the end. I'm not really getting that heavy rye burn. I'm not getting the heavy ethanol burn. Um, I, I'm getting. I'm getting. Uh, let's say. I I find it a little bit fruitier than the no, average buffalo. Re- very fruity. It's not. It's not as spiced as I would expect. Something that's a little bit more rye heavy. Ooh, you know what's even funnier on this whole thing. If I would have gotten just a regular ass bourbon, that would have been more kosher for Passover than the rye. But they didn't have a rye, or they didn't have a bourbon. Because, well, actually, so that would have just been for the for Sephardic rules. Because because Ashkenazic rules is like you can't have you can't have anything that's like corn, rice, um, and millet. You, and just uh, just to make clear for all of the the listeners and watchers, you are the sole authority on. On this topic, right? I uh, yeah. In fact, I am the Chicago Rabbinical Council. Uh, thank you. I just want to make sure. 
No, okay. So the, the, this is one of the one of the divides between the uh, Sephiradim and the Ashkenazim. Fuck. It it's sounds. I'm st- like Final Fantasy. <laughs> the the Sephir- It sounds cool. Sephira. I'm not. I'm not hating it. That sounds cool as fuck. Honestly, if somebody so- could be like, "Yo, name your group," I'd be like, the Sephiradim. They got they got cooler rules. To be honest. They, you can eat more things, like a more variety of things during Passover, because we'll get into it in the in the actual episode. Huh. But and they also apparently this was also on the um in my research. In my research, there was an edict or some resolution or something in like fourteen hundred where a rabbi was like, Hey, no polygamy. Not cool. And the Sephardim rabbis were like, whoa, 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 whoa. Maybe a little bit. Maybe just the scooch. I feel like this is like a little nice little tease for the episode. Because I really, that's right, I have a question. What's right? Your... Are there, like, because I know about, like, uh, you know, Sephardic and Ashkenazic Jews. And I do know that there are different, there are other types of Jewish people. There's the Aloha region. But are there, <laughs> are there primarily just two? It's... There's the main two. Because that's very similar to Islam. But then there's... Uh, there Technically, I think there's like four? I, I thought it was like four or five. Yeah, because like there's... The Sephardic are the ones who went to like... The the dividing line pretty much is, is France and Germany. Because Ashkenazi actually comes from the Hebrew word for the area that is now Germany. Because it was just a bunch of, it was just a bunch of kingdoms when when we showed up, but so the Eastern European, um, sect or I, I guess phenotype I don't know because it is like, like uh, my mom did like a twenty three and me and it came back specifically Ashkenazic. Okay, but here's not... here's the question though. The real yeah. question is: the Buffalo Trace Ashkenazic or Sephardic? Um, given just the the prevalence of or how okay. how what many, kind of Jew is this I liquor? I think it's Ashkenazic. That would that would be my assumption. Is is Ashken but I honest I I don't I don't know for sure. What specific type of Jewish trauma does this whiskey have? Oh. So this one most likely the Jewish trauma is more um Holocausty, maybe Ah, oh, pogwams, prog the ones that happened in Russia, because that was, that was a whole th- the where they would like send the the Cossacks to go into the shtetl and just be like, "Hey, there's too many of you. We got to get rid I of some." I think I've seen ya. that, and uh, everything's illuminated. Mm-hmm. The very same, and then the Sephardic trauma would be more like the, um, well, I mean, the various ethnic cleansings that happened in the Iberian Peninsula, and also. It's just the shit that went down during the Reconquista and the Spanish Inquisition and all that good stuff. And just the general, like, because Spain also had its own fascist uprising and it had it in a very special way. But it was too busy kind of fighting itself to really fight the Jews in it. Like, it never really got the stronghold that it had in, uh, or at least fascism at, at when it, when it was hot, you know? And then there's then there's Mizrahic, Mizrahim Jews. The they're like the um, Arabian Peninsula 
um, like the ones who what kind of liquor are they? Uh, oh, that's a, that's a good good question. I would guess probably like Iraq, Eric, Eric. It's A R A K. Yeah, Iraq, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's yeah. go with that. Yeah, but uh, and then there's the fourth group, which is like the um, Northern Africa and Ethiopia, and I don't remember what the specific name is. And then there's just like other. Where it's like that they, they, they there's just like somewhere the, there's like one person who listens to this who's other and they're like, <laughs> if <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> if you are in the other category, let us know. I'd love to know what how you identify. Uh, I guess in the realm of comment below, what kind of Jew are you? What kind of Jew? <laughs> I'm the kind with IBS. Oh, okay, so like an American one. I feel like if it wasn't for the Seder plate that was here, I feel like this could be interpreted the complete wrong way. Well, it's a good thing I put together this slapstick Seder plate. Wow. I can't wait to see, was that a good taste? <laughs> Which we learned about the Seder plate. I, I want to, wait, we have exactly three minutes. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, I don't like this as much as the regular Buffalo Trace. Ooh, okay. Hot take. Um, I think that Iguera, I just like at being 10 years, especially at it's like, pre-pandemic pricing especially for like for the i believe for the magnum it was like 120 bucks or something it was like that's like, up there like it was not that was for the magnum i thought for it was magnum i don't know how much I, it was it was cheap wasn't it 70 no it was like 79 dollars. yeah it was 80 bucks back back in our liquor store that's days, how much like 80 bucks it was 80 bucks for the magnum of eagle rare i think at that price a magnum of that is fucking amazing oh the, yeah the value was good buffalo trace on the east coast it's a little pricey. Is it's getting up to like forty six bucks for seven fifty mil. Which I go back. I go back to California. I go back to Nevada, and that shit's still twenty five bucks for a bottle of Buffalo Trace yeah. for just the regular, yeah. regular old Buffalo Trace. I, I don't know. I'm not saying this is bad. I think it's a little interesting. The complexity, throwing in a little bit of the rye. It's fruity on the nose, but I'm not tasting the fruitiness. You know, the one thing that's very interesting about it is that it's smooth because at 94 proof, I'm not getting the overburning uh, like ethanol. I'm not getting it down the back of my palate. It's not burning going down my esophagus. If anything, that's kind of what I think is like the, the main characteristic of this that I like is that it's easy drinking. It is an easy drinker. However, I do think it has some interesting dynamics that you don't necessarily get with a traditional Buffalo Trace. And I think. The sweetness, the little bit of cinnamon, uh, stone fruit notes that you get from it. I I would say I like it more than regular Buffalo Trace. However, I found it uh, retailing for about 69 bucks, and I don't think it's $69. Not for 750 mil of this. Nah. They had thirty five bucks, thirty six bucks. That that being I'd even said, give it like forty five. But not discounting the great amount of effort and work it takes to either bring in new equipment. Uh, since if they do this all the time, they probably have specified equipment and space. But or if you don't have that, having a, a like group come in and kosher your equipment, mm-hmm. you know that can be very expensive. So you they know. just started doing this in twenty twenty. Was when they when they yeah. first released. I remember their, seeing it. I remember yeah. seeing it. Uh, uh, you know, even uh, the the act of selling it to like somebody else to doing that is a curve of cost. Yeah. So I definitely understand where the the cost comes from. So if you're a Jewish individual outside of Passover, give it give it a shot. Try it. Try it out. 
Give it a go. Give it a go. It's it's good. I would put it on par with the 1776 rye. Um, I mean, we both know the 1776 uh, overproof rye is one of my favorites come allergy season. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, it's a good rye whiskey. Good, not great. But it's neat. Neat. Uh, it's, It's neat. Neat. Um, that's been the tasting table. Thank you for joining us. And uh, yeah, stay tuned for uh, we're gonna do a whole last Passover thing. Wow, I'm super excited. Damn, we can't pretend like the timing is different because no, we still got the same yeah. plate set up. All right, well, peace. Uh, go home. You're drunk. <laughs> Do, 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 do.